what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Hello and welcome to I'm with the band here on the Mesh Podcast Network. I am your host, Andrew Moose. I'm with the band. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, invites musicians and bands of all types on to the show to discuss their current projects, their touring lives or not touring lives in this time we're living in, and uh, their lives as musicians. This episode of I'm with the band is produced in partnership with the No Contact Concert Series, Codex Sound, and Midwood Entertainment. Uh, more about that later. Uh, if, if you're considering advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network, it's a low-cost option to reach a targeted audience. Uh, and I've heard only the the only people who listen to podcasts have a bunch of money, and all they want to do is spend it with your business. So uh, if you if you will, send us an email at info at themesh.tv, and we can get you guys sorted out on that. Today, we are currently podcasting away from the beautiful Mesh Studios in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, and currently living through the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Codex Sound and Midwood, uh, the fellows that I mentioned earlier, are putting on the No Contact series, which helps bands and fans interact with one another via the World Wide Web. And my guests today on I'm With The Band are playing the No Contact concert series this Saturday, May 16th at 8 p.m. I'd like to welcome to I'm With The Band Hank Smith and Patty Hopkins from Hank, Patty, and The Currents. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing good. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Just a few quick stats and facts about Hank and Patty and The Currents. Their most recent album, Rise Above, is on sale on all streaming platforms now. You can go to their website and, and buy it and all that good stuff. Uh, they're slated on the bill for later this fall for the Bristol Rhythm and Roots Festival. So with all this stuff going on, guys, how are you keeping busy? What, what's going on? <laughs> uh, well, uh, we have been recording videos for our Music Monday series, um, you know, uh, separately within our own homes using our iPhones to get the video and a, um, a website called BandLab to get the audio, which is made by the same company that makes SoundCloud. So it's web-based multi-tracking and um we established a band account with band lab which is free to sign up and uh we just go in there and projects and and overdub you know our parts for the songs and we've been actually coming up with new material and in, in all of this as well oh that's killer you know I've, I've talked to a bunch of bands during this time and um uh, it seems like everybody's trying to migrate to that online platform. Uh, Patty, uh, we talked uh, offline and you said that you're actually doing online lessons with students now. That's right. Um, obviously, they're not going to be, you know, traveling or coming into the house. So um, I have a private studio here in my home. So we've had pretty good luck here with the Zoom platform. Um, we can even play together if they mute on their end and share screens. And it's kind of new for them. So I think everything's going great so far. Awesome. You know, I, I, this whole thing that we're going through is, is just new to everybody and we're just trying to get used to it. And, um, you know, and I think a lot of bands in particular are really using the technology that we have available to us to 
dive into it and kind of take it, take the bull by the horns, if you will, and just do what, do what we can. Um, you know, the, the platform that Hank was talking about sounds like it's, it, it, it'd be great just to, to, to do anything from rehearsing to recording all, all that stuff. Um, your new album, uh, Rise Above, uh, tell me uh, how long has that been out? Um, where'd you guys do the recording on that? Um, we recorded that last spring, uh, last March, I guess, at uh, Hondo Creek Studios in Pittsburgh, which is a West Show design, same as Manifold, which is a big studio here in um, an Electric Ladyland in New York, actually. Um, so we did the, the album in, in a weekend, um, recorded everything basically live in the studio, um, overdubbed the vocals, and then released it in June of last year, officially. Yeah, it's really cool. I got a I got a chance to 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 put ears on it uh, when we uh, confirmed the podcast, and it, you guys did great work there. It's uh, songs of all different types of. Uh, I feel like there's all kinds of genres on that album. There's a, a, a Americana. There's bluegrass. There's um, singer songwriter stuff. Uh, so how do you how do you guys go about writing songs? Is it a collaborative process? Is there a primary songwriter in the band? Uh, how does that work? Um, well, it's been pretty collaborative. I think, um, you know, we come from such um, diverse backgrounds musically. Um, and there's such a, a wide range of American music out there. We've had, you know, with all the technology growing up and being exposed to so many different kinds of genres. I think we all just, you know, lay our part. Um, Hank and I write tunes together a lot. Wouldn't you say, Hank? A lot of the yeah, tunes. That's right. Um, we do collaborate. And then we, our members also um bring you know bring their tunes to the table as well awesome yeah i was i was reading an article about the uh, jam and how they do songwriting and they equated it to building with legos so part of their band uh they, they bring different parts and then they slam them all together and create uh one one tracker and it, and it works pretty good for them um and that's just you know one band that I draw inspiration from in, in my musical endeavors. But what do you guys, uh, what bands or uh, musicians in particular, uh, do you guys draw inspiration from, or are out right now that you guys might would like to share with our listeners? Oh man, we could fill up a whole yeah. podcast <laughs> talking about that. Um, you know, uh, for me personally, I, I have a teacher and mentor and friend in the in the form of a guy named Jens Kruger and the Kruger brothers and he in the last few years he and I have become very close and um he's kind of shown me the way as as far as composition and, and that kind of stuff goes in a way that I, I wasn't actively tapping into before and he's a huge influence of also now I'm not trying to name drop by any means but it is relevant but have in the recent years in the last couple of years oddly enough, made friends with Bela Fleck, which has been pretty cool, um, considering my 25-year obsession with his music. Um, and uh, anything he does is solid gold as far as I'm concerned. But any non-banjo stuff, you know, we are always looking for cool new things. This this past week, honestly, uh, Thundercat dropped a new album, and that is awesome. 
his yeah. last album drunk Dude. was really good, but this one is fantastic. And there's yeah, man, Thundercat's one of my favorites. That yeah, man, that them changing song that he put out last, I think it was last year, man. Yeah, the single was just yeah. fantastic. And so, like, there's a there's a song on that album that I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, banjo version. We got to have, that. <laughs> like, we got to do that. Um, but right on. We draw, you know, we draw inspiration and and influence from all kinds of things. You just never know. There, there's been kind of a running joke in this band about how inspiration comes from odd places and um, you never know what's going to inspire something. Uh, so, for example, in our song, Hold Your Head Up High, um, I wrote the music and Patty wrote the words. Lyrically, subject matter-wise, it's it's a sad song. You know, it's it's kind of a tearjerker. It certainly was when we recorded it. Um, but the main hook in that tune, when it starts up, is borrowed from the cut scenes in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when they open <laughs> up the little doors to the Advent house. <laughs> if you listen to the track and then listen to that little bit side by side, you'll know exactly where it came from. So uh, you just never know. Patty has a wide range of influences in her playing as well. I do. I I was brought up... Um kind of on classical violin and living in the South, you know, being exposed to, to fiddle music and, and primarily bluegrass um, really drew me in, especially when I met my husband because he comes from a traditional bluegrass family. So, you know, growing up listening to um, the great violinists too, like um, starting Suzuki by ear. Um, I had my influences were my educators, um, you know, Joanne Bathier and Greenville who brought this uh, violin method to the Americas. And listening to people like, you know, Itzhak Perlman and uh, Yehudi Minuin and the great classical violinists. And then I fell in love with people like Bobby Hicks that played with Bill Monroe, who's out there in at, in Asheville, near Asheville, in Western North Carolina. And um, Aubrey Haney and studied, you know, went to fiddle camps, Mark O'Connor fiddle camps and, you know, really fell in love with the, the fiddle. So as far as my instrumental side, that's sort of very opposite, you know, wide range spectrum there. The way that bluegrass is being produced and put out right now, there is so many different genres that get piled in with bluegrass that that makes our the bluegrass sound just so different than what it used to be. Say back, you know, in in the fifties with Bill Monroe or something like that. You know, that's um, it's just so much different. Um, how do you think that? Um, how do you think the way that bluegrass has changed in the last you know ten years even? uh has progressed uh the genre i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you hank and i love a good barn burner you know like we we love that blazing bluegrass at 160 you know and yeah the dear old dixies of the world and things like that the banjo fiddle tunes uh but i'll be honest with you we've had multiple people approach us and say i don't i never like bluegrass or i didn't think i like bluegrass but i really like y'all so right <laughs> i mean it has it's changed a lot you get you know it, Banjo and fiddle music has re-entered the mainstream in a way that, um, you know, it, it wasn't quite to the level before with bands like the Avid Brothers and Mumford and & Sons and, you know, to a lesser extent, bands like the Punch Brothers. And all of that combined has completely changed the landscape in terms of the exposure of that kind of music to a more mainstream audience. Steve Martin's had a lot to do with that. But in terms of the, the evolution of the music itself, I think in general people are more um, willing to experiment and kind of genre bend a little bit. Um, there are definitely a handful of bands out there, younger bands. I don't mean like old school 
you know, uh, old people bands, but um, younger bands that are trying to recapture sort of a throwback sound to the old Stanley Brothers or Flat and Scruggs from the 40s and 50s. But then there are bands like the Clinch Brothers and, and, and so on and so forth that are pushing the boundaries as far as they can go. And so we're sort of, we sort of do a little of both. Like we're always looking to evolve and, and incorporate all of these different influences into our own playing and composition. But like Patty mentioned, we're still pretty rooted in bluegrass. Um, Patty started out playing classical violin and moved into bluegrass. And I started out playing bluegrass and moved into classical music. So we kind of, the Venn diagram has a lot of overlap. We like sure. to say you that know, we yeah, met I think the yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of a, a lot of bluegrass artists that are like that that are that maybe have started into at one genre and melded into another. I know I saw uh, saw an article and watched videos about you know Billy Strings and what he's doing right now. You know, basically he's playing metal. Like, like that is a he is playing metal and, and with bluegrass instruments, and it is awesome. Like it is it is going in all kinds of directions. So well, you you it, mentioned Humphreys McGee earlier, and they're a metal band to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, c- completely. And I saw Billy Strings and Humphreys play the same bill together in Nashville pretty recently. So um, that's how genres are, are being built or are being bended almost onto the same bill. So it's uh, it, it's it's something it's something to behold right now. So we're going to break away and listen to Hank Patty and the Currents, a song from their most recent album, Rise Above. The song is called Where We Are.
one, performances are, are starting to become the, the norm. And Patty mentioned the Music Monday earlier in the podcast. Uh, tell me, what are you guys doing with that? And uh, how can folks uh, listen to that? Um, well, we we just came up, you know, when all this was starting, we, we really need, wanted to be able to play for people. And that was online. So we created Music Mondays where we release a video every Monday. And sometimes it's a demo of some new material that you you know people have never heard before. Sometimes it's existing material. Um, we release it on Facebook and Instagram as well as YouTube. Awesome. And one of those songs uh, you shared with me. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Windmills. Uh, the Windmills was written by our guitar player, Billy, Miss Billy Feather, um, who's in Durham, North Carolina, and she um, she brought this tuned to the table and we fell in love with it and thought it would be a great fit for this band. Um, she also wrote a string arrangement for it. So in this particular version that you will hear, um, I'm playing uh, three violins, the viola part, and our bass player is playing the cello and the bass part. That's awesome. And we're going to hear that version right now. So here is Hank Patty and the Currents Windmills from their most recent Music Monday. Should have left you in the airport Left breathless by your wall Late connection You might have missed it all Or maybe a train That took us from Brussels Through the countryside But then again I'd keep your whispers from that night With me
So guys, uh, we like to end the podcast with a, I wouldn't say a rapid fire question, but um, just a, just a few questions that uh, we found that our listeners really like to like, like to hear about. Um, what are your favorite venues to play in uh, North and South Carolina guys? Um, we like our local venues here. We're like Fletcher theater, um, the, the Lincoln theater, the Poorhouse uh, are always favorites. Um, we've been playing a lot of performing arts center venues like the Reeves theater up in Elkins and places like that theaters, proper theaters, because we sometimes play with string quartets. We have a ton of string quartet arrangements for our music. Um, and I think that we, we like the sit down theater, um, performing arts centers the best. Yeah, those those venues uh, tend to have a a great audience. They're people that are come specifically to hear music, and that's just um, really turns musicians on. And we appreciate those venues that are like that that allow really good live music experiences for for fans. And Patty, so what do shout you out to all those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think the closed environment and the attention to detail, um, being in a theater of some sorts, um, we love, um, you know, adding the strings with us and that kind of environment, I think, really um, appeals to people and speaks to people. On Saturday, when you guys play the No Contact Concert Series, uh, are, are we going to be lucky enough to see a, squ- a string quartet with you or is it just going to be the four or five of you? I'm not sure if our governor would approve that. What do you think, Hank? No. <laughs> That's also true. I didn't even think about that. It's called no contact. Yeah. <laughs> not some contact. Um, just, no, no, no. Quartet. It'll just Me- be a medium contact series. That's right. And uh, it'll, it'll just be the four of us. We appreciate you guys coming on to I'm with the band today. You can, you can catch Hank, Patty, and The Current on the No Contact Concert Series this Saturday on uh, crowd-less.com, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Um, so I'd like to thank again uh, Hank Smith and Patty Hopkins from Hank, Patty, and The Current for coming on to I'm With The Band today here on The Mesh. Uh, we'd love for you guys to head over to TheMesh.TV and check out all of our other shows on the network. Uh, we're going to leave you today with Hank, Patty, and The Current song, Bay of Smoke. Please be well, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Hank and Patty, thanks again. Thanks so much Thank for you, having Andrew. us. Yes, take care. Thanks.
listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.